0: BYU Cougar Baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Uh, good evening live from Stevens Shot Stadium in Santa Clara. We are ready for Cougar Baseball as Brian Sue steps in. Game starts right at the top of the hour and we are underway. Sue now has a 1-1 count on him defensively for Santa Clara. Same uh, lineup as we saw last night as the Broncos beat the Cougars last night uh, 4-2. Tony Boeto was behind the plate. Jake McNichols at first. Jason uh, pitches a little bit low for ball three. Dawson Brigham is at shortstop. Connor Hendricks at third. Ryan McCarthy in left. Cam Alley in center field. Andre Nebay is the right fielder. And here's the 3-1 pitch. Ball hit pretty well by Sue. Center fielder going back a couple of steps. Cam Alley, and he makes the catch for the out. Ball hit well by Brian Sue, right at Alley.
1: Yeah, a real good swing right there, but that's the one part of the yard there where you don't want to hit it because it's the deepest that part of, of the yard. If he goes down the lines there, it might be off the wall. If he, not, maybe out of here.
0: Decoche is the second baseman, Jason, and uh, now Noah Hill will step in just about to sign up the uh, same lineup as, except uh, Kringlin in the lineup tonight at first base. And uh, Brian Sue moves to second base tonight. A couple more right-handed bats in the uh, lineup against this left-hander for Santa Clara. And the first pitch from Holden Bernhardt is over for a strike. Bernhardt, one win, six losses. Junior out of Loveland, Colorado. He's got a a twin brother on the team, also a pitcher. He's got a 4.91 earned run average. And here is the... Pitch to Noah Hill, and it's up high, ball one. Hill won for five last night in a in a game tuck, a, a weird ball game. Uh, the Cougars had a chance in the first inning to score. They didn't. Uh, a hit batter, a walk, uh, and the Grand Slam home run. What a difference that makes, and uh, Cougars just couldn't overcome it.
1: Yeah, it got punched in the mouth early with the Grand Slam, and then, you know, the Cougs had a ton of opportunities there to get back in the game slowly and surely, but just couldn't get a two-out hit. And uh, Broncos got the victory.
0: Hill fouls this one off. Cougars last night uh, lost 5-2. They had uh, struck out 14 times in last night's ball game, and they left uh, way too many people on base. Also, especially early in that ball game, lots of chances. Here's the pitch to Hill, and he fouls it off again. Pretty. Oh. Uh, Sullen team last night, it seemed like, uh, is everybody pretty disappointed. Not with the effort, but just with the outcome and uh, the inability to get things done.
1: Yeah, very frustrated the team was last night, heading on the bus and going to the hotel. They just want to win the game.
0: 2-2 pitch. Hill takes that one up a little bit high for a ball. Jacob Asher is the home plate umpire. Ruben Candelari at first, Jimmy Craig at second. Jeff Ladder is the third base umpire. Sunny skies, beautiful day there. There has been a game time change for tomorrow. Ball hit right up the middle by Noah Hill. First hit for the Cougars in the ball game.
1: Yeah, nice swing there, full count. Got a fastball, hit it right back up the middle.
0: Forecast not good here tomorrow, so they're trying to get ahead of it. They'll start at 10 a.m. here local time. 11 o'clock in Utah for game three of this series and uh, hoping that they can get that one in.
1: Yeah, trying to get ahead of the weather, but uh, around here you just never know. It really depends on the wind, they said. If it's, if it's blowing a ton, the storm won't stay long. It'll kind of push through, but if it stops blowing, it'll just sit here for hours.
0: One man out, one man on, and Brock Hale steps in. First pitch, a strike. Brock one for five, double off the right field wall. As the Cougars just couldn't get over the top last night. They scored uh, those two runs on a couple of hits. There was also a couple of errors in the inning. The Cougars just couldn't come up with a big base hit with runners at uh, first and
1: third base. Well, the stat of the night last night, Brent, was that Jackson Clough, Brock Hill, and Mitch McIntyre had nine at-bats with runners in scoring position last night and went 0 for 9. And and now,
0: the majority you... of those were with less than two out. Correct. Now, McIntyre, when he got up, yeah. there were two men
1: out. It- exactly. If, uh, if, you, if one of those guys gets a hit there, it's a different game. And, and that's what we've had all year. I mean, you got one guy with 50-something RBIs, the other guy with 40. And so those are guys that have been so good this year. So it's kind of one of those freak situations last night that uh, those guys are hungry to get back out it today. I know that. One ball, one strike to Hale.
0: Throw to first, uh, back in safely conditions. Much like last night, wind blowing out to left field. 340 down the line, 402 to straightaway center, and right field is 335. Partly cloudy skies at game time, and uh, weather tomorrow, midday, is supposed to get worse. Another throw to first, and a Hill again uh, back in safely. Cougars uh, 34 and 15 coming in, 17 and 8 in the conference. Gonzagas. Starting their game at LMU right now, they're uh, 16 and 8 in the conference. There's a curveball over for a strike one and two.
1: Well, throwing Brock tons of off speed and just kind of just showing the fastball to him. Last night they they snuck a few late breaking balls by him and uh, did a, did a really good job of pitching to him last night. Bernhardt, the
0: lefty, with the uh, 1-2 count. Here's the pitch to Hale. Ball hit up the middle. Bernhardt snags it. Throws a little bit high. And he is safe at second base as the shortstop came down but didn't get his feet on the bag. And so the air on the pitcher's throw uh, holding Bernhardt. Bernhardt, the most surprised guy in the ballpark to come up with that ball, just kind of threw his glove. Break, runners at. First and second base, still one man out.
1: Yeah, made the yeah. – threw it high, and the shortstop, shortstop came down, four, and Jackson instead of 12. just making sure he got the out at second, he tried to rush it and throw, and good job by the umpire there seeing that. It really was. A lot of times they just kind of – The neighborhood ballpark yeah. play, and they give it to him. So good, good job by the umpire to see that play all the way through.
0: Jackson Clough now steps in. He was one for three last night. Leads the Cougars with 56 RBIs. And the first pitch to Clough is way outside, ball one. Clough will be followed by Ryan Sapedi and then uh, Mitch McIntyre, which uh, a little bit not happy with Sapedi last night on the postgame show, said he's going to give him another shot here. Just didn't feel like he was ready to play.
1: Yeah, just one of those freshman-type moments that he had yesterday. Just wasn't quite ready. But uh, I expect him to be fully locked in today because he's really been huge the last couple weeks, Brent. Had some really big yep. at-bats.
0: Cougars need that right-handed bat in the lineup. Sandwich between uh, Clough and McIntyre. One-0 pitch.
1: <laughs> it's over for a strike. One ball and one strike. And, you know, and it's not just a normal right-handed batter. It's a, it's a game-changing right-handed batter with power, double and home run power. And uh, when he's, you know, getting big hits, we've scored a lot of runs.
0: One ball, one strike. Here is Bernhardt's pitch, and that ball fouled at the plate up and off of the foot of Clough. You know, Bernhardt, he's pitching a lot like Russell Grant last night, the lefty.
1: Yeah, and it's got an important meeting today. It was all about, hey, this is the same guy we saw last night.
0: A lot of breaking pitches. And uh, kind of pitch it backwards a little bit at times as uh, Clough trying to shake that one off. Came up off his left foot. So the Cougars, important to jump out here early get a lead, and establish a a little bit of momentum. It's one thing they could just never Never. come up with last night.
1: Couldn't get that going yesterday. One ball,
0: two strikes. Here's the pitch. That's up high for ball two. As you mentioned, uh, Bernhardt out of uh, Loveland, Colorado, by way of Mesa Community College. His uh, twin brother, Locke, is a right-handed pitcher. And they both uh, played at the Mesa Community before transferring here to uh, Santa Clara. Two and two. And here's the pitch. Almost hit him inside. In fact, it did clip him. Clipped him on the uh, shirt, I believe. So the Cougars are going to have bases loaded with one man out and uh, Ryan Sapedi
1: stepping in. Well, here we go again, right? First inning, bases loaded. One out, right, so less than two. A chance where you got, like you said, a young freshman hitter that's a power bat that uh, just put a ball in the outfield here. Put a ball in the outfield because he doesn't run great, so he's a double play waiting to happen at times. But hit a ball hard in the outfield, and with this win, you might uh, hit a grand and, slam. And
0: how about this? Santa Clara with their infield in. Now they're starting to back up a little bit. Yeah. Got to believe they'd be double play depth up the that's middle a here earlier. So Sepedi well, steps in 0 for 2 last night. Only had two at-bats before he was taken out. Both those were strikeouts. And here is Bernhardt's first pitch to Sapedi, and it's
1: way high and outside for ball one. Well, the thing that was frustrating about the strikeouts last night, Brent, is that they were looking. You know, in the two at bats, he only took one swing. And so you got to go out there ready to make a difference and just look like he wasn't quite ready yesterday. But it's a new day, and expect big things from him.
0: Sapedi steps back in, pitches outside for ball two. So 2 and all the count to Ryan Sapedi and now uh, Rusty Fielder, the head coach. Uh, Rusty uh, has been here. This is his second year, if you remember the name. He was the pitching coach under Tony Gwynn for, I'm going to say, well over 10 years down at San Diego State, mentor to Steven Strasburg, and then he moved on to Stanford and was uh, the pitching coach there over the last few years up here in the uh, – Northern California area before getting the job when Mark Marquis uh, retired. Came over, got the job here at Santa Clara, not very far away from Stanford. And uh, last year, 26-26, and 26, pretty good year. This year has really struggled. They're only 12-38. and 38, Five wins, 20 losses on the year in the conference. So they are assured the bottom spot in the conference as a Filter will return to the dugout. 2-0 the count. And Sepedi. We'll step back in with bases loaded. 2-0 oh, oh count. Hill at uh, third, Hale at second, Clough at first. 2-0, what do you think? Green
1: light here? Oh, absolutely. Get a fastball to hit and hammer it.
0: Here's the 2-0 to Sapiti.
1: It's big, swing and a miss for strike one. Well, a little aggressive there. Fastball probably elevated, yeah. borderline strike.
0: Looked like it might have been up a little bit.
1: And the problem with this situation is, after last night, you can tell that he might just be over aggressive.
0: Two one pitch, Ryan fouls that one up off the look like off the shoulder of the home plate umpire, right shoulder. Hopefully, got that got uh, most of the uh, chest protector there. But we've seen some balls hit umpires yes, and catchers have. this year. Umpire got hit last week in Provo,
1: went down. He was out. They had to take him out of the ballgame. This is the spot here. 2-2 two, two count. Bases loaded. One out. Or if you're Ryan, just slow everything down here and put a ball in play. Usually good things happen when you put a ball in play. Bernhardt's pitch. Speedy fouls good. that one off. Good.
0: Speedy, the young freshman. Las Vegas. Bishop Gorman High School. So he has played excellent competition throughout his high school years. As Sipidi steps back in, Holden Bernhardt, the left-hander, with the 2-2 pitch way outside ball three. Cougars with a hit. There's been an error, and there's been a hit batter to load him up here in the first after Brian Sue flew out to begin the ball game.
1: Well, here we go. Full count. He's got to come to you. Got to be aggressive but also patient. Take your walk.
0: Here's the 3-2.
1: Ball fouled off again. Good, good.
0: McIntyre well, is uh, on deck for BYU, and then he'll be followed by uh, Casey Jacobson.
1: Well, already I, I like Ryan's approach here. You know, he's taking good swings. His first swing was a little out, a little high, but uh, since then he's really competing and, and giving his best out there. That's really all you ask for, guys, is go out there with a good approach and put your best at bat together.
0: Here's Bernhardt again with the pitch, and a ball again fouled out of play.
1: Love it, love it. Battle here absolute battle.
0: Bernhardt, his uh, pitch count uh, going up. He's already at uh, 26. And there's just one man out here in the first, so a good sign for the Cougars. As Cipede again set at the plate. 3-2. Ball foul tip back into the catcher's glove for strike three. Two men out, and McIntyre coming up. Might Mitch have been, uh, really might, struggled last night 0 for 4. Might have been ball 4. The ball looked high.
1: Entire. But uh, he went down fighting there. And now Mitch has got to find a way right here. Huge, huge momentum right here. If you find a way to get a hit here. Mitch, you can,
0: Mitch was having big-time BP today. So I'm send several balls over that right center field wall as he steps in against uh, Holden Bernhardt. Aces loaded top of the first. First pitch. Over for a strike. Another action. Uh, Pepperdine b- did, did beat St. Mary's today by a score of 8-5. Uh, to five. So Pepperdine in the win column. And, boy, you're not going to know anything until the end of the weekend. McIntyre oh, fouls one. that one. Another that one. Off the other I think the mask of the umpire there, and he's at a tough top of the first inning. Yes, he
1: has. My goodness.
0: The trainer for Stanford, uh, Santa Clara going to try to come out. Now uh, umpire waves him off, and now the first base umpire says, No, you come on in. We're going we're to go talk to uh, Jacob Asher, make sure he's okay. Give him the smelling salts. He's got a smile on his face as the trainer comes out, and uh, Candelaria, the first-base umpire, also makes his way out. He's been hit on the right shoulder. That time it looks like he took it kind of off the left cheek area, off his uh, face mask.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Tough one. Not a lot of padding on the top of the shoulder, so.
0: Candelaria has the... uh, Trainer, as they walk back, you sure he's okay? Trainer kind of shrugs his shoulders. Oh, he said he is. 0-2. The count to McIntyre. Top of the first, no score. Cougars threatening. Bases loaded. Two men out. And here is the pitch. Strike three called on the outside corner. The Cougars load the bases, and then two consecutive strikeouts here in the inning no runs hits there was one hit one air three no runners left hit. we are through a half an inning Cougars nothing and the off, Broncos coming to the plate we'll share uh, Mike man, Littlewood's uh, pregame game interview game you right Bronco now we we're here with head coach Mike Littlewood coach I don't know about you but boy it was a long day today for me uh, I wanted to get to the ballpark and uh, get a little order restored so uh, had a chance to think about it last night uh, Just one of those perfect storms. Everything went right for the Broncos, and the Cougars just couldn't generate much offensively.
2: Yeah, I mean, we left a lot. After getting down, obviously, um, 4-0, we all felt like we could come back. I don't think there was an issue there. But then we we left a lot on the table in the second, in the third, in the fourth, with our main part of the lineup up with less than two outs and men on third, uh, three innings. And so I kind of, like, deflate you a little bit, and then it happened again late, 4-2 first third brock up and you know we we get a strikeout so it was a little bit frustrating uh but we'll come back ready to play
0: a couple lineup changes uh tonight you move brian back to second base and cringling in into first with the left hander bernhardt going
2: yeah i stuck sapiti back in there too um in the and just had a talk with him and just um i'll just monitor his first at bat he, he's a guy that can really help us if he if he just wants to play you know uh but then you know it's really do, do we want uh keaton in the lineup or or carson's bat and right now i want i want keaton's bat Um, carson's been just getting himself out swinging at bad pitches and and it needs a needs a little break it's not our best defensive team but um it's a it's a defense we've gone with a little bit and it's been successful for us
0: bernhardt their left-hander can you tell us a little about him
2: yeah he's 88 91 um trenton i think he looks a lot like mitch mcintyre a little bit better fastball Um, doesn't really locate his he's he's effectively wild is what we call so he'll make pitches when he has to kind of like last night Um, doesn't really locate his fastball but he's a he'll throw 55 percent fastballs and 40 percent change or uh, curveballs and 10 percent change I mean that's just the way he's going to do it and that's the way coach filter likes to call pitches and so we know that got to be really aggressive in the zone and and just lay off pitches out of the zone can't strike out as much as we did last night. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, we're back
0: here at Stephen Schott Stadium. As the Cougars, uh, pretty good opportunity there. Bases loaded, only one man out, don't score in the first. And Easton Walker on the hill for the Cougars. Cam Alley, the center fielder, steps in. And here is Walker's first pitch, up a little bit high, ball one. Kringland at first, Sue at second, Clough at short, Casey Jacobson at third. McIntyre in left, Jelilich in center, Brock Hale in right, Noah Hill behind the plate, and Walker on the hill. Six wins and a loss on the year. The 1-0 pitch is down low for ball two. Easton, the sophomore out of Pleasant Grove. Outstanding this year for the Cougars. Uh, 5'9", 160, a sophomore. Ball hit pretty well. that's going back in center. Ball really carrying that ball, or the wind really carrying that ball almost to the warning track out there in straightaway center. And Cam Alley flies out for out number one.
1: Yeah, always nice to get the leadoff guy off. Out.
0: Oh. It'll bring up uh, the Shoshaya, the uh, second, second base, baseman, 253. Dicochet has four home runs, 19 RBIs. And the first pitch is over for a call strike. Bottom of the first here at uh, Santa Clara, partly cloudy skies. Uh, Originally, they were thinking of playing two today. With the forecast for Saturday, that ball fouled off. Forecast for Saturday, terrible, but... uh, they called the coaching staff last night, said, no, we're going to play one today, the regular scheduled game, and then come back and Saturday morning, 10 o'clock here. Very odd early time, but they've got to do that because the forecast bad. Anytime after 11 a.m. tomorrow, really bad, 100% chance of rain. So we'll see how that goes. And that game could mean a lot yeah, when absolutely. it comes to uh, the seeding in the tournament. A lot, a lot of that would de- determine, uh, well, maybe not even Gonzaga. There might be a couple of other teams depending on how things go.
1: Fun time of year, Brent. Every game matters. The 0-2 is outside
0: for a ball. As we enter action tonight, BYU 17-8. Gonzaga is 16-8. St. Mary's lost, so they are now 15-10 and 10 on the year. Ball fouled down the third baseline. San Francisco's done their 15 and 12 on the year. LMU and Gonzaga play tonight. They're 14 and 10, and LMU's got to win at least two of those three to get into the tournament. And now Pepperdine, with a win today, uh, jumps back into it. They're 14 and 11 on the year, so still that's um, six teams uh, vying for those four berths. Walker pops it up on a good pitch. Walker coming over near the. Dugout, Kringland's going to call him off. I love Easton Walker. I'm telling you, he is a defensive player. He sees a ball go up, and he does not shy away. No, he doesn't. He <laughs>
1: wants the baseball, and that's what you love from a pitcher.
0: I, I don't remember a pitcher ever being that aggressive on the mound <laughs> when a pop up goes up. He goes like so it's true. Mine. So true. the right fielder number 33, Andre. Two men Nebe. out, and Andre Nebe steps in. He is a Sophomore out of Oakland, big kid, 6'6, 230. You'd mentioned last night how well he runs and he really does. him running down the first baseline last night and it was shocking. That big old body got it going really good. First pitch outside ball one. Nebe, a 228 hitter, has five home runs, 14 RBIs. And the pitch is hit right back up the middle for a base hit. Two-out single, and that will bring Jake McNichols to the plate. This kid's got 15 home runs this year. And a right-handed hitter in this ballpark with that prevailing wind blowing to right. You can hit it out of here. Get the ball up in the airstream. Number 17, You can hit it out of here without a whole lot of effort as McNichols steps in. He was 0 for 4 last night. McNichols, a junior out of Napa, California, just a little bit north of Santa Clara. Two men out, runner at first base. And the pitch is down low, ball one. DeBay, the runner at first, has one stolen base on the year.
1: He's one of those guys, he's not a quick starter, but once he gets those long leads going, oh, man, he's a guy that he can score from with a double in the gap easy because of those long strides.
0: Here is the 1-0 pitch from Walker. Good change there. Swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. Rusty Filter in his second year as head coach here at Santa Clara. We are at Stephen Schott Stadium on the campus. They've got 21 newcomers on this year's team, including 14 freshmen. A complete rebuild of this program.
1: You know, they lost a ton of close games this year, and that's a, a mark of a young team. We saw their arms yesterday. They've got some really oh, good let, arms. Let me
0: tell you, you want to be ahead in the 6th, 7th yeah. inning, but they've got a couple of guys out there that can really throw it. Best, Maybe the best closing uh, yeah. duo
1: we've seen the whole year. Yeah, it was electric. It really was.
0: Two balls and a strike. As Walker a long look in at his catcher, guy you got to be very careful with. And here is the two-one pitch, ball flown to right center field. Back goes uh, Danny Gellerich. Looks up, and this ball is out of here, over the right center field wall by McNichols, his 16th home run of the year, and Santa Clara on top here early, two to nothing.
1: Like we talked about yesterday, there's only a couple of guys that can really beat you deep, and he's their guy. What What is that, 16 home 16. runs on the year now? Just the ball is, just leaves that way too much of to the plate. Nine, and McCarthy. the wind blowing out to center, that's the place that he kind of wants to hit it, that right center gap, and it got out of here in a hurry. Yeah, the wind kind of
0: shifted a little bit. instead of, It kind of shifts between left field and then right center. And when he was up there, it was blowing out to right. And he definitely got a boost as he hit it out of here. First pitch to Ryan McCarthy. Cougars could not get him out last night. He was four for four, including the grand slam in the first inning that was the difference maker in the game. Here is Walker's 0-1. Curve ball over for a call. Strike two. Easton Walker, 1.76 earned run average, was below one for most of the year. Strike three call on the outside corner, and McCarthy goes down on strikes. Not before the Broncos score two runs the on Broncos two hits. No errors, nobody left. We're through one hits. complete. Santa Clara no 2, errors. BYU no nothing runners. on your BYU. On new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Casey Jacobson steps in for the Cougars as we go to the second. Cougars no runs on a hit. And Santa Clara two runs on two hits. Another, This one a fastball. And uh, Casey quickly behind in the count. 0-2. Jacobson, Kringlin, and Jelich. do up here in the second. And here is the 0-2. Ball down low. Well, Earnhardt. Just like Grant last night, not overpowering, what, 85, 87 miles an hour, but uh, pretty good curveball breaking into the right-handed hitters, and it has given the Cougars fits over these last, uh, last night and also at the beginning of today as Jacobson hammers one deep left. Left fielder looking up on Casey Jacobson has gone deep again, a home run here. Casey, his fifth home run of the year, his 15th RBI, and I'm telling you, this kid has seen a power
1: surge here in his senior year. Yeah, Casey came to play this weekend, didn't he? Let's uh, let's have him up with a few guys in scoring position this weekend. Maybe uh, move him
0: up in the order a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Good for him. So Jacobson got one out of here big time. Batting eighth, first and that brings eighth, first Kringlin, Kringlin to the plate. Kringlin. Casey fell behind 0-2, then took a pitch in the dirt and then uh, jumped on that fastball knee-high and hit it out. Pitched to Kringland's up high ball one. So two home runs already in the ballgame. And definitely uh,
1: that one didn't need any win. You know, that was hit pretty hard on the line.
0: Conditions in the ballpark that really do an advantage to hitters. And Kringland bunts the ball down the third baseline. Catcher up with it throw to first just in time to get Keaton. Not a bad idea,
1: but just not enough down the line. Catcher was able to come out and make the play. Yeah, you got to make the third baseman make that play. If the third baseman has to field that, then he's safe. But still a good idea there to try to, to get on with a with a bunt with him playing back. Just uh, didn't quite get it out far center
0: fielder, Danny Jelilich.
1: One man out, and Jelilich steps
0: in. Uh, Danny won for four last night. And look at Danny, 331 average as he is now third on the team in batting average, and the first pitch is fouled off strike one. Jelich out of Laverne, California. As a home run that came Tuesday night against Utah Grand Slam. Jelich hits this ball, third baseman. He's got it, throws the first in time for the out. Sounded like that thing came right off the end of the bat.
1: Yeah, he towed that right off the end. And I hope he'd hit that one to short. If he hits it to short, he probably beats it out with his speed.
0: Two men out, Brian Sue steps in. Brian flew out his first time up. We are in the top of the second, 2-1, Santa Clara leading BYU. Sue flew out to deep center field, his first time up. And now Brian hammers one deep left. Get left legs. fielder goes back, looks up, that's a hey, of hey. Brian Sue a home run, his third of the year. And the Cougars have tied this up with a couple of home runs here in the second inning. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like <laughs> that up, answer. Uh, Bernhardt. Ah, actually change up right there, elevated and... Sioux, we call that the, the Zagazoo or the Washington Zoo. He seems to hit all his home runs against teams from the state of Washington this year. So, uh, hey, finally got a California Sioux here. Nice job.
0: Uh, Cougars bounce back with a couple of home runs in the inning, and then Noah Hill now steps in. Cougars now with
1: three base hits. I just love that answer, Brent, because you can just see the pressure in the dugout for the yeah. guides. It's like, oh, okay, hey, here we this go. Is, this, this, is us, this is what we do.
0: First pitch to Hill outside, ball one. Noah singled his first time up sharply right up the middle.
1: this lefty's topping out, he's about 86 to 88. But uh, right now he's not able to really throw his breaking ball right now for a strike. And as I speak, there it is. One
0: ball and One strike. And Noah, the catcher for the Cougars, steps back in, takes that one up a little bit high, two and one. This umpire, I like the way he calls ball strikes. You can see his, uh, his whole body kind of heave when he calls a yeah, strike. You, you know can it see right it Before away. the arm
1: even goes up. Finally, we have a guy, right? There's a pitch that's up a little bit high for ball three. We don't have to guess. I hate those guys, Brent. <laughs> well, the guy at Utah oh, on Tuesday was oh. just incredible. Whether or not he called good balls and strikes, we won't talk about that. But it's just give us an idea.
0: Here's a 3-1. That's outside, ball four. So Hill with a two-out walk. And that will bring uh, Brock Hale to the plate. Uh, Brock smashed one back up to the middle at the pitcher, gloved, and threw to second, through high. And everybody was safe on the play, so uh, Brock on on an error his first time up there. Now he steps in with a chance to do some damage. 2-2 score, top of the second runner at first base. And the leading home run hitter for BYU stepping in. He's got 11 on the year. And the first pitch, curveball over for a strike.
1: It's been really fun to watch the way... That the Broncos are pitching Brock and Jackson. It's so different than everybody else. You can tell that there's a fear throwing to these guys, which is rightfully so.
0: Here's the 0-1.
1: That's high and tight, a ball and a strike. And everything has been backwards. Backwards, backwards, backwards. But then I, last night when Brock was like, okay, my first two at-bats, you know, he got me backwards. So I'm going to sit on that, and what did he do? His first pitch fastball away, That is like, oh, my goodness, are you kidding me? So they did a really good job of mixing it up.
0: 1-1 pitch. Hale swings and foul tips it back into the catcher's glove. Well, you got Rusty Filter over there. Yeah. Head coach, pitching coach, he's calling all the pitches, and I'll guarantee you this guy has been through the gauntlet of collegiate baseball. And uh, you can just see, uh, you know, how well he manages his staff. One and two. Outside, two and two. Wind uh, continuing to kind of... Right now, it's blowing straight over the left field wall. At times, it'll move and blow out more toward right. Haven't seen it blow in yet in the two days we've been here. 2-2 pitch, right off the end of the bat, out the second baseman. He's got it, and he'll throw Brock Hale out for out number three. Cougars score two runs on a couple of home runs, no errors, and one man left. For we BYU are through one-and-a-half one innings, 2-2, two two Broncos run. and Cougars on your on new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Baseball, rejoin Brent Norton. Hitter, two to do the score, as we go to the bottom of the second, Cougars with a pair of home runs in their half. Two runs shot by Santa Clara in the first. So there's been three home runs in this ballgame. We talked about the conditions here, and they are ripe for home runs with that wind blowing out. Well, it's crazy how small this park plays. Yeah, you know? 340 is a pretty good bop down yeah, the line. It is. It is. And both Sue and Jacobson, I mean, no trouble. I mean, those balls got out of here in a hurry. Now, they did get some little extra hop off the uh,
1: bat from the, the wind. But, you know, what's crazy is because it's 340 down the line and then it's a straight line. Usually it kind of, you know, circles towards center field so that the gaps get bigger. That gap right and left center is probably only 355, 360, don't you think, if you had to guess? Yeah, and they
0: don't have a, a uh, any kind of measurement in the power
1: alleys like they do in normal ballparks. I should have brought my measurement tape and went out there. and.
0: Well, I should have brought
1: my uh, range finder. You should have. That would have been the one. <laughs>
0: Nice little wedge out there. <laughs> One ball, two strikes to Gavin Maloney, the DH. He's a left-handed hitter. There's a ground ball right at Kringlin. He's got it. He'll shovel the ball to Easton Walker. for the. Uh, don't have to worry about Easton no, being there. No, you don't.
1: He takes so much pride. You just see how fast he gets over there. <laughs> he wants the ball.
0: Well, Kringlin wanted to take it to the bag, you could tell, and then he looked up and... It was yeah. almost like Easton yeah. was standing on the bag he's already. He's like, okay, Easton, here, here,
1: take <laughs> it. Just take it from me.
0: No, he, he's such a fun guy. He's, You know, Bulldog is a perfect name for Nine him. I just love on pop-ups. How, how he goes yeah. after everything.
1: He wants everything. That's the shortstop in him.
0: One man out, Tony Boeto steps in. He's a sophomore of La Quinta, California, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. This uh, team uh, has got uh, starters from couple from Colorado, uh, Roswell, New Mexico. The rest from the California area. Here's the one ball pitch, and that is fouled
1: off. Well, the Zags game is just as expected. A pitcher's duel, 0-0 zero, zero in the third. So,
0: Who's the Zags throwing?
1: They're actually throwing. His name is uh, it's Torgel, Torgelson Iverson. He was a reliever against us, which I haven't seen him start a ton this year. But they're going a right-hander.
0: Here's the 1-1. One, one. Ball hit right out at uh, Brian Sue,
1: the second baseman. He makes the play for the out. You know, the amazing thing to see how much resiliency the Zags team has, Brent, is they had one of the best pitchers in the country coming back this year. There was a 12th rounder last year. Turned down $300,000 to come back to school to make more. And then he pitched a lights-out game against Southern Miss and beat them the weekend before us and had some shoulder tightness hasn't pitched since. Oh, how sad is that? He's a 94 mile an hour guy with the wipeout slider, and he hasn't pitched the rest of the season. And, you know, when we talked to the Zags, they said, you know, hey, we're hopefully he's going to be back, but he has a future in baseball, and we have to take it easy on him. And we're only going to pitch him when he's 100% back. So we figured he'd pitch by now, but we haven't seen him. Now, watch, he'll come back in the tournament and be ready to go, but.
0: Here's the 0 1 ball hit again, right at uh, Sue. He's got it, and he'll throw him out. And the Cougars retire. The Broncos in order here in the second inning. We're through two complete. Two uh, two. In the the inning, score, BYU the and Santa Clara two and two three two three on your three three new skin, three 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 BYU eight. Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jackson Club steps in. First pitch swing and a miss. Now the pitch is outside. Club won for three last night. He was hit by a pitch, his first at bat here tonight. Jackson, a 3.46 average as he steps in. He pops it up. This might be playable behind home plate. No, it's going to find the top of the roof here. Great ballpark right on top of the field. It reminds me a lot of uh, of Larry Miller Field, only they've pushed the press box up like 40 feet. You so, uh, were awesome. Boy, just, there's no better place to broadcast a game, I don't think, than here.
1: I love it here. It's awesome. An open press box is pretty sweet.
0: 1-2 pitch again. Ball fouled off. Uh, for those of you that weren't tuning in last night, they've got a like a netting about, I'm going to tell you, that's 80 feet up in the air all the way from the left field foul pole to the right field foul pole, so really no foul balls get out of here. And that ball's hammered pretty well, but fouled down the right field line. So behind the uh, outfield wall, there's a garage. There's uh, some dorms that I don't think anybody's hit yet, uh, about a five-story Apartment complex, and that's the only place that uh, you don't have that netting.
1: I've Pitches a, up high for ball two. I remember uh, Nate Favaro hit a bomb two, he had a couple, two years ago. Three, yeah. I think three, three on that weekend. Year. Yeah, oh, Two years ago, yeah, three on that weekend here. But uh, Brugman hit one off the top a few years ago as well. Two-two pitch, that wow. ball hit. Wow, twice.
0: McIntyre and then came back and uh, couldn't tell if that hit the umpire or the catcher
1: twice now for Clough that he's gotten so, hit yeah. when he's down in the count. He'll almost looked like, look like the same spot, too. It did Fastball. So
0: Clough uh, hit by a pitch
1: for the second time better. in the
0: game, and that will bring Sapiti to the plate. Uh, Ryan struck out his first time up. And Cipede with a 286 average coming in has eight RBIs, and Clough at first base, excellent speed, 12 stolen base, hasn't been thrown out yet this year. And there's a throw to first
1: base. I like and Clough back in safely. Against lefties, Clough always deeks him. Every time the high leg kick goes, he like jabs like he's going to steal, and then slides back like he's, he knows he's not going, but it's always funny because he, he wants to kind of read to see what that pitcher's going to do when he does that.
0: Pitch to Cipedes outside, ball one, and Clough gets a huge lead, and like you said, most of the time early, it's a one-way lead. Yeah. Just to try to get a look at that uh the move by the pitcher. One and all the count. Cougars have a runner at first base, and the pitch to Sapiti is up high, ball two. That is the 60th pitch by Bernhardt in this ball game, and we are just in the top of the third with nobody out. So Bernhardt uh, really struggling with his command. Trying to work his way out here is Sapiti, Boy, if there were ever good conditions for Ryan Cipede, the big right-handed hitter, it's right now. It's
2: right now. And
0: you watch him in BP, and I'm telling you, he puts on a show. This kid can really square balls up.
1: It's really fun to
0: watch. That's, uh, I believe, the second uh, trip to the mound. You get six this year, and it's uh, the coach went out early, and now uh, the catcher went out here. That counts as a, an official visit and no. another quick
1: throw and uh, Clough back in safely. You know, it's funny. We, we had this huge meeting every year at the start of the season before we start to go over the new rule changes and how we're going to You know, coach this way or that way because the rule changes, and we made such a big deal about hey, this new visit rule, and it's never been an issue for us this year. We like had secret signals of okay, if I give you this signal, you're allowed to take a visit because sometimes you really just need your infielder or your catcher to go out there and settle them down. You don't need a coach to go out there, but you know we just haven't had that situation this year where we had to use any more than two or three of them. It's
0: been so good, such a great improvement to the game where you used to have so many infielders. Run in and talk to a pitcher once or twice
1: every inning. Just took so much time. Hey, well, How about this right here? Coach showing some confidence in the freshman. 3-0, just gave him the, hey, go hit sign. So, see if he gets something here and drives it. I like it.
0: 3-0, Bernhardt's pitch. The PD takes it down low, ball four. So, the Cougars with runners, a hit batter, a walk. And Mitch McIntyre, who still looking for his first hit of the series. He's 0 for 5, struck out his first time up. Mitch last night also of two strikeouts.
1: Normally this would not be a time where you would say, hey, Mitch, we want you to bunt because he's a power guy. He's a double guy. He can drive in runs. But the way he's struggled this series, I wouldn't be surprised if Coach asked him to bunt right here to move those guys over, especially with as hot as Jacobson's been.
0: And especially with left-hander on the hill. Yeah. McIntyre steps in. And the pitcher steps off, looks back at second base, didn't make the throw. 2-2 2-2 the score, top of the third, BYU and Santa Clara. Very important game for the Cougars. Not quite as important for Santa Clara as their season will end tomorrow. Cougars will move on next week to the conference tournament. They've got to win these next two to, to get, uh, have a real good shot at that number one
1: seed in the tournament.
0: As uh, BYU uh, came out last night, lost 4-2.
1: You know we were talking to Coach Filter a ton the last about 12 hours about this whole scheduling and this and that and he really wanted to play but the kids were still in school Santa Clara is the only school in our league that still is in school so because of that they say hey we, the administration won't let our let, let us play a doubleheader because then our kids have to miss class and when they're here they need to go to class and so one of those situations where as Rusty's taking a mound visit I can keep talking about it where we were talking to him a bunch about situations of when we could play and Hey, if we didn't get the game in tomorrow, we might have to go come back Tuesday, Tuesday and play. Yeah. And, and he's, like, he's like, Coach, I get it. I totally understand that this means nothing for us and everything for you. He's like, I even understand that playing us hurts you, even if you win, because you're going to drop in the RPI. We get that, and we want to do what's best for this league, but, hey, we're not going to roll over for you, right? We're going to go out there and coach the best we can, and... That's what you want, yeah, right? You want, you want a guy that's going to go out there and say, we're going to give it the best that we possibly can, and that's what you want because you, you never want a team to just give in and, and, and to show that kind of leadership of, hey, we're going to go out and fight. You saw it in their guys last night. They got the big swing and got the victory, and uh, I, I earned a lot of respect for Coach Filter because I did, the way that he went about his business about this whole scheduling thing, I was really impressed with the way he did it.
0: Well, and a lot of these things are you know go above him. Yeah, I mean, they, they go they to do. the administration yeah. side of things, and – and they are the ones ultimately to make the decision. They was, are. You know, according to coach Littlewood yesterday before the game, he was willing to go to He yeah. was willing to go yeah. to, but then after the game last night, I guess he talked to whoever in the administration and decided uh, not to do that. New pitcher is going to be Alex Waldsmith, uh, Waldsmith, a junior out of Hillsboro, California. 63210 into the
1: ball game. Let me tell you how excited Mitch McIntyre is to see a right-handed pitcher. He struggled the last two days against these lefties. He's going to be licking his chops, and I might, you might see Coach let him swing now yeah. because of this matchup.
0: Walt Smith, a 7.36 earned run average. This is his 11th appearance. He's gone 14 innings, given up 27 hits, and he is 0-1 on the year. Opponents are hitting 4-15 off him. In 14 innings, he has given up 11 extra base hits, eight doubles, two triples, and a home run. So Waldsmith into the game. He will... Now pitching for the is number eight, As Alex McIntyre Waltz steps in with runners at first and second base, nobody out here in the top of the third. And the Cougars trying to take their first lead of uh, tonight, and uh, they were behind the entire night last night. It'll be interesting to see what they do here. Third
1: baseman in on the grass. Even when he's playing bunt coverage, look how much he's on yeah, the line. He, <laughs> <laughs> he loves the line.
0: McIntyre steps to the plate. First pitch, squares the bunt, pitches inside, ball one.
1: Oh, I would love to hit if I was Mitch right now. I was a, I like hitting the ball the other way, so with that huge six hole, uh, just the single all day.
0: McIntyre again steps in. Jacobson's on deck. He had the solo shot to get the Cougars on the board in the last inning. And here's Walt Smith's pitch, and that is down low, ball two. Oh, boy. Boy, Cluff uh, dancing yeah. around out there at second base. Shortstop was just about bat at the back. I'm not sure what, what uh, Jax was yeah, doing there. Yeah, what was he
1: doing? That was interesting. He was
0: about 30 feet off the yeah. bag, and catcher was just about ready to throw behind him. Almost looked like he was trying to deke him into throwing, and then he he would have moved on to third. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe. Well, here you go, 2-0. You might give Mitch a chance to swing now.
0: Here's the 2-0. That's down low, ball three.
1: Yeah, and he wasn't trying to bunt right there. So now 3-0. You're probably going to give him a take.
0: Walt Smith, the uh, Burlingame High School in Hillsboro. First three pitches have been balls. Uh, Clough was hit by a pitch, and Sapiti was walked, and now McIntyre with a 3-0 count. And the pitch, and that's down low, ball four. So three passes to load the bases for BYU. And Casey Jacobson, who probably right now is the hottest hitter on this club.
1: Absolutely is the guy I want to see up. Casey Jacobson is seeing the baseball right now.
0: Casey, a solo home run in the second. Steps up there with bases loaded. Had a home run last night for BYU. So Casey now up to five home runs this year.
1: I tell you what, Casey Jacobson won us the game against Utah, in my opinion. His at-bat to tie the game in the eighth inning was huge because that was a really good pitch he hit into right to tie It's
0: a wild pitch. It's knocked down by the catcher. Four, ball one, so five consecutive pitches uh, by Waldsmith have been walked. Yeah, it was
1: a two-strike pitch. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and fell went off. over the second baseman's head. They yeah, fell off two or three pitches on a 2-2 count, and it was a ball that was off the plate, borderline strike three, that he fought and just kind of looped it into right field for a single, and it tied the game, and it loosened up the whole entire offense, and then the rest was history. And, so G-
0: it- and then Jellich Jell- stepped up yep. and hit a home run, grand slam. Yep, it was awesome. Here's the 1-0. Jacobson swings and misses at a curveball. Well, he was expecting fastball, so was I, and a good curveball there by Waldsmith. So the Coors looking to take the lead here with bases loaded. Kringlin in the on-deck circle in the top of the order, or, and then uh, Jolich. 1-1 the count. Here's the pitch. Another curveball, another swing, and a miss.
1: Yeah, good sharp slider right there. That's three straight breaking balls. Well, now you just get into battle mode, right? Hey, hit his home run with two strikes last time. It's us get into battle mode. Hit yourself a sack fly.
0: Cougars have been so good this year with guys in scoring position. Last night, they just couldn't come through. And Wall Smith with the 1-2 pitch. That's down low, 2 and 2 Cougars had bases loaded in the first, and Cepede and McIntyre both struck out to end the inning. Then on the strength of a couple of home runs in inning number two, the Cougars have tied it up, and now trying to take the lead with a 2-2 count to Casey Jacobson. Wald Smith, here's the pitch. Jacobson swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Another Breaking pitch, one man out.
1: Yeah, good slider right there. Probably would have been a ball in the dirt. A lot of late break to it. Good big strikeout there for the Broncos.
0: Kringlin steps in. That is the third strikeout for of the ball game team, by the Cougars.
1: I promise, Brent, it's just going to take one hit. That's all it's going to take it's just one hit, one big hit, and this whole offense is just going to relax. It almost that.
0: hits uh, Kringlin. And he's backing out of there thinking, why did I back off? I should have let that hit me in the shoulder. Would have picked up an RBI. Want to know the count to Keaton. He uh, tried to bunt his way on. It was thrown out by the catcher his first time up. Kringlin pops this one up out of play over the dugout. First base side.
1: Keaton's been in this spot so many times in his career. This is a guy that, even though this year he hasn't had as much success in these situations, he lives for these. He wakes up and wants these situations.
0: So a ball and a strike to Kringlin. First baseman in on the grass. Third baseman is back, and the pitch to Kringlin is high and tight ball 2.
1: Well, it makes sense that he's there that way you can uh, throw it home and get the force out and you can take away the push bunts um, the push bunt for the uh, safety squeeze. So 2 balls and a strike. Here's the pitch. Cranglin
0: loops one down the right field line. That is going to slice foul into you know, the
1: bullpen of the Broncos. You know you noticed that the pitch that his go to right now is the breaking ball. His fastball he's missed, but uh, he he likes throwing that breaking ball, and I wouldn't be surprised if he comes right back with it here go that same breaking ball that breaks down for the swing and miss.
0: Two balls and two strikes to Kringlin. All Smith's pitch is a little looper over near the dugout. That ball will foul into the seats.
1: Did he make the play?
0: Yeah, a little guy down there in a uniform with a glove on, made the play. He is excited.
1: Come on, Keith. Right now, big knock. Have some fun up there. Two and two the count to Kringland,
0: And Alex Waldsmith will work from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Kringland ground ball, shortstop's got it. On to second for one. The return to first gets away from the catcher. The first baseman at two runs are going to score. Huge error right there by Santa Clara on a ball that uh, they really should have got Kringland on the double play, but a bad uh, relay by the second baseman for Santa Clara, and the Cougars have taken a
1: 4-2 lead. Wow, yeah, misplayed, routine double play ball hit to the shortstop. I don't know why the second baseman was in such a hurry to throw that. Throws it in the dirt, and the first baseman wasn't able to pick it. And two runs score. So, hey, got a lead there, like we talked about. Hey, you put a ball in play and make them beat you, right? And that's another example there. Instead of striking out like happened last night, you put a ball in play, and and good things can happen.
0: Two men out, and Jelic steps in. First pitch to Danny's high and tight for ball one. Yeah, ball was not necessarily hit hard, but it was it was just a perfect double play ball to the shortstop. And Decachea, the second baseman, just uh, hurried it. And, and a big break right there for the Cougars here in the third to take their first lead here in the series. Here's the one ball pitch, and that is down low for ball two. Two errors now by Santa Clara in this ball game, one by the pitcher, and one by the second baseman.
1: Well, in their first air, ended up not hurting them, but that one was a huge, huge two-out air. Pitch to Jelilich is down low for ball
0: three. Now the Cougars have been good the entire year with two men out. See if they can put another little rally together here. 3-0 pitch to Danny, and that's over for a strike. Cougars four runs, three hits. They have not had a hit in the inning. There's been uh, two walks, a hit batter, and an error to score two. Jelich pops this one up. Shortstop going out. Left fielder coming in. Left fielder. Nobody's going to get there. And Jelich, here comes Kringlin, and he is going to be out at the plate. They say they did did tag him up on the uh, back as they tried to score Kringland all the way from first base on a ball that landed between the shortstop, the left fielder, and the center fielder, so give Jelich a base hit.
1: I'll actually get a double out of that.
0: <laughs> and uh, Kringlin thrown out, uh, trying to score. 4-2 Cougars lead after two and a half on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Dawson Brigman steps in, shortstop. He's the number nine hitter for the Broncos. First pitch over for a call strike. Cougars with four runs on three hits, or on four hits. And the Broncos two runs on two hits as we play the bottom of the third inning here. little looper foul over near the dugout area of uh, Santa Clara. Interesting... Uh, It's a pop up that uh, got up in the wind a little bit and no one could get to. Kringlin chugging around uh, third base tried to score him and they made a tag up on his shoulder as he tried to get away from the tag for the third out of the inning. Credit uh, Jelich with a double on
1: the play. Yeah, it was uh, their their outfield play so deep here and pop up just landed right between short center and left.
0: Here's the 1 2. That's down low. Two balls and two strikes. Cougars will uh, head home tomorrow after the game, tomorrow night. And then head back down. Uh... Are you coming Tuesday no matter what now?
1: Yeah, we're already planning on coming Tuesday. Um, Check,
0: swing, foul back. The conference tournament starts Thursday.
1: Yeah, we practice in Stockton on Wednesday. And it's, you know, in the past, we've always come Wednesday morning and then go right to practice. We never can check into our hotel, so we're just sitting in the lobby for like three hours. So it's like, oh, you might as well come the night before. 2-2 pitches down low, and depending and, on how the weather
0: <laughs> is tomorrow, and yeah. there might be a game here There's on There's a Tuesday.
1: small possibility, and I'm saying very small, hopefully, and I'm going to keep knocking on wood there, <laughs> that we have to play Santa Clara's Game 3 game on Tuesday. 3-2 pitch, ball hitting uh, to Jelich in center. He's there, and he'll make the catch for the out. Because the conference rule is, you have to play all your games unless it doesn't matter, and so um, for seeding because of just the you know integrity of the season.
0: So if the Cougars won these two and
1: well and well, Gonzaga lost two, well you wouldn't have to you wouldn't well it's this game because it's the third Valley. game we're talking about. So if we were happen to win this game and then the Zags were lose two games before right. you know lose two games against LMU, then even if we lost or won against game three on Santa Clara, it wouldn't matter for seeding because uh, we'd still have a one-game lead. And so, that being said, we wouldn't have to play the game at that point. But we're not
0: going to know that because our third game, if it is played, will be
1: played way before Gonzaga plays their second. Correct. That is if we can get it in because of the rain tomorrow. So,
0: So that's all based on a rain out tomorrow. Yeah if we play the game and don't have to worry about it just uh, win this one win
1: that one and uh, force the zags to win all three and the weird, weird thing about game three in the league is game three on getaway day is actually an official baseball game after five innings game one and game two are resumed the, the next day and you play that before you play your next game but game three because of getaway flights and whatnot the rule is if you play five innings it's a complete game so if you can get five in and have the lead and the rain comes tomorrow then you win the game and you come back Tuesday night, and you how, go to the How long tournament.
0: would they wait? How long would that rain delay go on?
1: Um, <laughs> you know, with the way the forecast shows, it gets worse and worse as the day goes on. And we have a 7 o'clock flight. So, in reality, the longest we can wait is, you know, until probably 3 or 4. No, actually, probably 2 o'clock because – if you if you start it any later than that, you might not get it finished in time to get to our, our flight. So. Well, I have
0: a flight at 440, so yeah. you might be going hey, we'll. solo the last couple if, innings. If i got
1: to go solo, I could I can make the you debut. You can do it. Yeah. 2-2 two,
0: two pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Right field. Brock Hill going over. It's going to land in front of him. Brock picks it up. Runner thought about going for two and then retreated back in a hurry. So uh, yeah, good Cam Alley right with a
1: one-out single. Yeah, good swing right there. I liked his swing yesterday. You know what's interesting? I watched all these guys play yesterday and they all have below a 260 average. They only have one guy batting above 260 and he's 263. everyone's below and but they put together some good swings. There's some good Decochea. athletes out here. It's not like they're just overmatched.
0: Jason Decochea steps in one man out, one man on here in the bottom of the third. the Cougars with a two run lead here, four two. And here is Walker's first pitch. There goes the runner. Throw down, and he is going to be safe at the back. Good throw. And Cam Alley just beat the throw into the bag for a stolen base. His fourth of the year.
1: Almost an interference there by uh, the hitter leaning over the plate, but he got back just in time. The umpire did a good job of letting us know that, no, he's safe there. 0-1 the count.
0: Alley now at second base. decochea is 0-4 in the series. He popped up to first baseman Keaton Kringlin his first time up. And the next pitch is over, 0-2 now, the count.
1: Well, these are the guys that you got to get off the base because the guys coming up are their home run hitters that have hit 16, 20. 16 20 now. Well, 25 of their home runs have come the next three batters, 25 so.
0: 0 and 2 the count, one man out. And the pitch from Walker is down low for a ball. Yeah, this team of the, uh, they've hit 35 total home runs. Cougars have now hit 40 after the two they've hit today one by Jacobson, one by Sue. Boy, big lead! There's a throw back, and they almost got Ooh. him.
1: If Easton throws that ball uh, third base side, they might have got yeah. him there. But Sue had to reach back, yeah, throw a little high. Yeah,
0: he had a really huge good lead. Sue, by nice Sue, nice job to yeah. get over there and throw just an instant quicker and in a little better location. They would have had him. Ball and two strikes to Dico Shea, a junior out of Redondo Beach. Right-handed hitter steps in against uh, that ball hammered up the middle. Base hit. Jelich picks it up. Here comes the throw. No, they're going to hold the runner at third base.
1: Yeah, he had to freeze on the line drive to make sure it got through, and that was the difference. But, uh, hey, first and third now with one out. Broncos have something going with the, the speedy Nive coming up who also has power. So, Nebe will step in.
0: Nebe uh, singled his first time up. 228 average. Now a right fielder, Andre Neve. He is a uh, big kid, as we've mentioned, 6'6", 230. Tough man to double up as he steps in. As Walker trying to hold the Broncos here after the Cougars uh, give him a lead. Nebe pops it up. Playable second baseman is Brian Sue. He's there, makes the catch for the big out.
1: Yeah, That's a huge, huge out right there. Because the, Nebe is one of those guys that if he just puts the ball on the ground, it won't be a double play and a run is going to score. But now you're facing their guy. Jake
0: McNichols now steps in, had a two-run home run. Only runs of the game for baseman, Santa Clara. McNichols. His 16th home run of the year. That's really incredible. 16 home runs but only 30
1: RBIs. Yeah, no kidding.
0: When you look at McNichols' stats, he has uh, 40 hits. Only comes in hitting at 226, Ten doubles, a triple. Now 16 home runs and uh, 30 RBIs. Hard to believe you could have uh, six, 26 extra base hits and only have 30 RBIs. Uh, swing and a miss for strike one.
1: Well, the only reason that's happened is because, I mean, the guys ahead of him are batting below 250. Nobody's getting they're, they're on need, They're yeah. not getting on base. I mean, if, 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 those guys get, if those guys had an on-base percentage of, you know, 350 to 400, he probably has 50 RBIs right now.
0: No balls and a
1: strike. As the runner at third, uh... you know I've seen a lot of a lot of guys this year play that little fake still. It worked. San Diego got us uh, got us to balk on it earlier in the season, but uh, they they try to get you to. Here's the O one popped up foul, and because of the new rule change they made, I think it was last year. Yeah, or maybe you can't
0: fake and go you, to you can't fake right.
1: so if you're going to lift your leg to go to third you have to throw it or else it's a box so that kind of changes when in the past you could just lift your leg and go over there and it's no big deal
0: McNichols 61 strikeouts this
1: year O two 2 count it's a big spot right here for Easton
0: and 177 at bats and you just don't want to catch a part of the strike zone here and here is Walker's pitch up a little bit high and the runner down to second base. A little bit of a waste pitch. Good pitch right there. About letter high. And Easton Walker right now looking for a strikeout. Easton uh, 41 strikeouts and 66 innings pitched. Opponents are hitting 231 off him. And a sterling 1.76 earned run average this year. Six wins, a loss. And here's the 1-2. That's up a little bit high for Ball 2.
1: Yeah, trying to throw an elevated fastball to get him to swing through, and he's just missing too high.
0: This is Walker's uh, 18th appearance and his ninth start. Reliever for most of the first month, six weeks, and they gave him the ball to start. and He took the ball and hasn't
1: given it back. Yes, he hasn't. He's been really good this year. Two balls, two strikes. Walker...
0: With the tying runs in scoring position, that ball popped up. Shallow right field out goes uh, Kringlin. And Keaton not able the, to get there up against the wall there of okay. the. Uh, is that a batting cage? Area That's their there? Uh, clubhouse.
1: Their clubhouse goes back through there. So,
0: Big building over there attached to their dugout. Where are the cages? Are they out in They're the outfield? They're
1: actually out in the outfield, yeah. It's a nice setup.
0: Cougars down the uh, third baseline. As we've mentioned, dugouts are a long ways away from home plate, about even with the bags at first and third base, so uh, a long ways away as they do not have any uh, kind of uh, bleach or anything on top of the dugouts. All the permanent seating here uh, between the dugouts. Two and two the count. And a move to second base. No throw made as uh, Jackson Clough came in behind the base runner. Cougars 19-10 uh, overall against Santa Clara. They had won 10 straight against the Broncos uh, before last night when they went down 4-2. Uh, to two. And here's the 2-2 pitch. Popped up left field. No. Back goes uh, McIntyre. At the wall, makes the catch for the out. Boy, that ball was hit a mile high, and McIntyre went back just short of the wall, made the catch for the out, and the uh, Broncos are retired in the inning. No runs, two hits, no errors, two runners runners. left. We're through three complete. 4-2 Cougars over the Broncos on your new skin, BYU Sports Radio Network.